Hi folks, let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really big monster! Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. A space pirate? There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com. Susie House, Episode 3, The Flu. Los Angeles County Hospital, 1937. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. It's him. It's my Roy Lee. <laughs> it's anybody. You moved to it. You moved to it. You gotta wake up. You gotta wake up. You gotta wake up. Come on, son. Susie? Oh, Robert. Sweet boy. Mama? Right here, by your side. I'm afraid visiting hours are over, Mrs. Walsh. Long over, in fact. I am well aware of visiting hours, Dr. Dodge. Mama, don't leave me. He's here. Who's here? Uh, The booger man. That's enough. Mrs. Walsh, he's overexcited. Please, we must follow hospital rules. It's for the boy's own good. Can I at least say goodbye? Just don't upset him. You think I'd do that to my own child? Robert, honey, I'll be back before you know it. Be good. Say your prayer. You know the one. Does she ever hurt you? You can tell me. I can't. He'll know. Who is he? Your father? The booger man. He'll know if I talk to you. Robert, it's often the case that talking about feelings that frighten us will make them seem less fearsome. Yes, ma'am. Sitting up. Good man. Tell me more about the Ouija board. Listen careful. All I had to do was put one finger on that talking board, and it would tell me all kinds of things. He told me not to trust my daddy, nor the priest in town, nor my Uncle Ed. All right then, Honor. Take care not to walk barefoot in here in case I miss some. Thank you, Evan. That was some storm we had. It put out that fire that Grandma Patty set down by the railroad tracks. Robert, what are you talking about? Why would you say such a thing? Maybe it's true. What do you mean, Evan? Nothing. 
Except the Walters have always been awful fond of bonfires and such. Oh, almost forgot. I found this here wren's nest, Honor. Reminded me of you. Well, thank you. It's lovely. It's delicate. Like you are. Oh, shoot, I dropped it. I hope it's not ruined. What the hell is going on here? James, oh, you stepped on my nest. Your what? Who invited this one in? Nobody. He. I'm going into town and stop by to ask my sister-in-law if she needs anything. That same window was broke again, so I fixed it. Again. And now I'm leaving. Good. Get out. You don't have to ask me twice, brother. You behave yourself, Robert, or the booger man will jump right out of that there talking board and eat your face. You don't know nothing, Uncle Eben. Robert, apologize to your uncle. I reckon I don't, Robert. Afternoon, Honor. Thank you, Eben. I said dead. And you, Robert, you need to keep your mouth shut when grown-ups are talking. James. What? You're home early. Is that inconveniencing you? What's wrong with that boy? And what's he doing with that talking board? I told you, I do not want y'all playing with that devil's instrument. James. What? I should have listened to my mother. Once a Baptist snake handler, always a Baptist snake handler. Where's my lunch? Choke on it. Looks like James will never have a change of heart. What a miserable son of a... Dan's farm goods. Dan's sprucing the place up. Red paint. Well, look what the cat dragged in. Afternoon, Eben. Afternoon, Dan Sr. New paint job? Oh, that's just Dan Jr.'s big idea. He thinks we gotta modernize. Well, it is 1936. Same as 1935. No reason for the expense of new paint. I need a new shovel. Joe Bob borrowed my good one, and nobody's seen hide nor hair of him lately. Virgil said he ran off with the moonshine take. Well, wherever he is, he's got my good shovel, too. Dan Jr.'s gone and put all the shovels out in the new storeroom, so you'll have to wait a minute while I go fetch him. I got all day, Dan. Uh, and if you've got one of them newfangled shovels that does the digging for you, I'll take that one. Uh. Afternoon, ladies. Lydia, Joyce. Dan Sr. has stepped out for a moment. Afternoon, Mr. Eben Walsh. You're looking mighty fine for a brand new mother, Miss Joyce. <laughs> Why, thank you, Mr. Walsh. I'm giving all the credit to Father Judah's positively heroic blessing. He saved my baby from her. Oh, it certainly took it out of poor Father Judah. The man was wrestling with the devil. Speak of the devil, I tell you what. Adolphus Landon's up there dying in that big old house with no one by his side but that little bitty daughter of his. Poor Miss Addie. No brothers, no sisters, no mama left. Whatever is she going to do with all that land and no man to manage it? Well, Evan, I don't have them fancy new niggers, but here. Oh, good afternoon, ladies. Afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's all right, Dan. Uh, just set it aside and I'll pick it up next time. I gotta get. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Mr. 
Mysterio, as we seek to commune with the spirit of the revered Mr. John Gilbert, whose many heartbroken fans, some of whom are here tonight, have written to me week after week since his untimely death, begging me to attempt to discover Mr. Gilbert's whereabouts in the afterlife. Unfortunately, we weren't able to contact Mr. Gilbert himself, but we have channeled a deceased aunt of his who has promised to guide us through the underworld Otter? like Virgil and find Otter him Rose. tonight. <laughs> Nonsense. Otter! Great God Almighty, where'd you get that fabric? Uh, piety! Oh, you scared me. It looks awfully expensive. We'll see what James has to say about this. James don't need to know a thing about it. I'm making this for my cousin, Zuma. She she gave me the fabric. She's still out there in Sin City, taking a job away from a man when she ought to be finding herself a husband. It's why she can afford to send me this fabric. You got no right to hide anything from your husband. You won't tell him I will. Maybe while you're telling him, you can explain why you was setting fires down by the railroad tracks. What? Shame on you for listening to idle gossip. Well then, state your business and go on. Anna Gray lost her baby. Lost her baby? That she-devil Susie done snatched it. Oh no. It's your fault she's back. I ain't feeling well. Could you please excuse me for a moment, mother-in-law? Betty Joe Bob, you home? It's Lydia. Where's your daddy at? My man ain't had any liquor for now in three days. We got a tooth to pull, and there's no living with him anymore. Betty Joe Bob, I can see you in there. Why don't you open the door? If my man don't get his liquor, there'll be hell to pay. I'm going to get Sheriff Clem. For your own good, girl. Oh, God help me, 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 God help me. Anna's flower stand. Pretty as a picture. Wonder what them yellow flowers are. Well, hello, Eben Walsh. How do, Miss Anna Gray? I wasn't expecting to see you here at the flower shop after the, uh, May I please offer you my condolences on the loss of your youngin'? You may, Mr. Walsh, you may. Thank you. I find it a pleasing distraction to tend to my flowers in the shop here. They put me in mind of the fragile beauty in this world. Well, ma'am, that's a lovely sentiment. And a welcome one, too, as I was hoping for some consultation on a matter of some flowers for a young unmarried lady. Oh, my. Well, it all depends. What message would you like your flowers to convey? Excuse me? Flowers have a language all their own. What would you like them to say to the young lady? Oh, Miss Anna, I'm sure you can guess. Mr. Walsh, ever incorrigible. Well, is this an apology or an overture? An old flame or a new one? Brand new. You're in luck, Mr. Walsh. Lilacs symbolize the first feelings of love. And they are in bloom right now. That's a good omen, ain't it? Wrap them up. 
It's nice to see a smile on your pretty face, ma'am. <laughs> Mr. Walsh, you're about to go courting, so no flirting with married ladies. I'm just practicing, Miss Anna. Well, I dare say, Mr. Walsh, with these lilacs and your charm, you are bound to succeed. So, Miss Lydia, Miss Joyce, you're telling me that Joe Bob is missing? How do you know he ain't sleeping it off somewhere? I've been to every part of town, including the fancy girls' place down by the railroad tracks. Nobody's seen him. And you say his daughter is having some kind of religious fit? Oh, Sheriff, it's something terrible. We're going to Father Judah next to tell him. That child needs the kind of spiritual guidance that only Father Judah can provide. He saved my baby with the power of his prayer. So I've heard. Well, thank you, ladies, for your information. We'll take care of the situation from here on in. You're welcome, Sheriff Clem. Come on, sister. Do you have those pies for Father Judah? Of course. Safe and sound, still smelling delicious. Come on in, Deputy Mallard. What's wrong? You look like you're on pins and needles. Sheriff, the Spirits Cooperative voted to form a search party for Joe Bob last night. Oh no, any excuse to get drunk and lug a weapon around. James Walsh and Virgil are telling everyone that Joe Bob's let off with the quarterly proceeds. Damn! It's one headache after the other this week, I tell you what. I'll take my bloodhound justice out there and get something from Betty Joe to track him with. When's that search party going out? Tonight. Well, justice ought to find him before then. But in case he don't, make sure you're there. And keep that damn rifle out of James Walsh's hands. Ever since he won that marksmanship trophy 15 years ago, he thinks he's some kind of sharpshooter. Yes, sir. I'll keep an eye on old James Walsh. Eben Walsh? The Eben Walsh? Addie Landon. The belle of Barron Creek, Kentucky. Oh, get along with you, Eben. You selling something? Or is there trouble in town? Miss Addie, I've come to offer your father my assistance at this trying time. My father? Well, Paul is poorly, but really, Eben, what happened? Didn't they throw you out of Texas? It's too hot down there for a fellow like me. And at this very moment, the temperature in Barron Creek happens to be just right for lilacs. Lilacs? Well, thank you, sir. Beware, though, Mr. Walsh. Temperatures around here can change quite rapidly. Well, come on in. Oh, just a minute. There goes that damn stray again. You better run, you varmint! Seems like the whole town's full of wild dogs these days. Miss Addie. Don't look at me like that, Eben Walsh. It's just rock salt. Can't hurt them. Listen, let me go on in the house and find some water to put these in. Would you like a glass? Don't mind if I do. Three silver candlesticks, eight gold chalices with engraving. Mother Immaculata? Honor, my dear, come in. I'm just working on the new bishop's inventory. 
three silver censers. There. All right, what can I do for you? Bringing back the robes you gave me to ham, ma'am. I mean, mother, I mean, Immaculata. So quickly. You're not only skillful, but diligent, too. Let me see, where's my cash box? Oh, right in front of my nose. Immaculata, would you... Would you happen to know anything about, uh... Susie? Oh, the Baron Creek ghost? Now that's a good story. Well, I was just wondering if you might know something about why she keeps haunting around town. I, I heard a rumor that she ain't buried with her baby. That's true. Old Father Timothy was a stickler for the rules. What happened? Let's see. It was just as the Great War was ending and the bodies began to come home. Most who fell in France were buried on the spot, but Susie's husband died of the Spanish flu in a military hospital, so they had a body to send home. So she and her father-in-law, old Wilbur Hunter, took a wagon up to the capital to pick up the body, like many were doing in those days. 1918. We're very sorry for your loss, Mrs. Hunter, and yours too, sir, Mr. Hunter. Thank you kindly, young man. My poor boy was about your age. Yes, sir. Well, unfortunately, we've got another 40 or so deceased soldiers to deliver to families across the country, and we're already a little behind schedule. So, uh, ma'am, if you could just sign here, you'll be free to take your husband's remains home, and this train can get underway again. Certainly, officer. I... What is that? This is the form. No, I mean the sound. What sound? It's coming from the coffins. That's impossible, miss. Oh my god, it's him. It's my Roy Lee. <laughs> miss Hunter, I... Daddy, get the crowbar from the wagon. Roy Lee's in there. Honey, I... Do it now, Daddy, please. <laughs> All right, darling. I'd advise against this, ma'am. We're coming, Roy Lee. Your daddy's got the crowbar. Sir, regulation. Hush up, youngster. I'm going to make sure that the U.S. Army didn't make a mistake and send us the wrong body. All due respect, Mr. Hunter, the U.S. Army does not make mistakes. Come on, Daddy, he's calling me. I can hear him. What if he's buried alive? This is entirely against the rules. Son, I don't mean no disrespect, but this little gal and her baby, all I still got left... So get out of my way! This, this, here's our coffin now. Mr. Hunter, that body might be infectious. Did you hear him? He said get. All right, ma'am. I'm going. Don't say I didn't warn you. I'm sorry for your loss. It's the souls of all them dead men. Really? Let me hold your hand. Oh, Lord, it's so cold. Here, Roy, put your hand right here. It's warm here. This is going to be our baby. I know it's a boy. Don't cry now. We're right here. Don't be frightened. Susie, we got to put the lid back on this. The smell. Honey, it's, it, it's definitely Roy Lee, and he's definitely dead. My poor boy. <laughs> He's crying, Daddy. He's afraid. 
The townsfolk liked to say that Susie had the sight, that she knew what was coming. She and her father-in-law both fell sick with the Spanish flu. Did she die quick? With thee as my shepherd. <laughs> Damia, give me some boiling water again. To patch twelve. Susie's one out from birthing and the baby is blue. Yes, Granny, right away. Come on, Susie girl. Feel the baby's little head. I can't do it, Grant. I can't do it. We got no time for nonsense. This cord wraps so tight round his neck. Mother Mary, hear our prayer. Mrs. Harriet Crow. Father Timothy, you're too late to baptize this child. The Lord's will be done. Mama, Miss Susie's taken a turn for the worse. Come quick. Oh, I will confess. Oh, I want my baby to go to heaven. You must make it so, Father. Oh, oh I won't be able to pass. You'd better stop them last rites, Father. Through this holy unction, may the Lord pardon thee whatever sins or faults thou hast committed. Mrs. Here's your baby. I'm putting him in your arms. Nadamia, she's gone. Give me the child. Oh, cleanse him for burial. Father Timothy, you might as well go. I will go. But don't you dare try to bury that child in consecrated ground. Father! Like all unbaptized babies, this one must be laid to rest in the potter's field. Don't forget that I've warned you. Oh, my, it's late. I still don't really understand why you have to be alive to be baptized but I've got a lesson with Father Judah soon, so I'll ask him. Thank you, Mother Immaculata. Honor. Yes, ma'am. Father Judah. Uh-huh. Um, never mind, it'll keep. Betty Joe Bob. 
I should have known. Only you would be throwing rocks at my door. You look a sight. Is that blood? Oh, Lodemia, my daddy, he fell. And he got hurt real bad, and now he's dead. Betty, please, lower your voice. Come in. When did this happen? I don't know. I don't know. More than one night, maybe two nights. I don't know. Why didn't you come to me right away? She wouldn't let me out. She who? I don't know. Uh, Mother Mary? That woman with the baby in the ground that cries all night? That Jezebel whore on her wall? Sweet Lord, Betty Joe Bob. There's nothing I can do for you now. You should have come sooner. Can't you bring him back to life or something? I can pay. Back from the dead? Heavens no. Why would you even Because I have seen you do it, Laudemia. I've seen you do it. <laughs> I don't know what you think you saw, but I got half a notion to put a hex bag under your bed. You wouldn't dare. Would you? Go on, Betty. Get. Poor creature. Time to burn some sage. That girl carries a dirt smell with her. I wonder if old Joe Bob really did kick the bucket this time. That man has nine lives. It's always the worst ones who do. Oh God. I know I am a sinner, but I still believe in the loving touch of our Lord Jesus Christ. Your mission for me. I don't understand, Lord. What do the birds mean? And why? Why do you keep sending me temptation? Elizabeth? This new convert? Psst, psst, Judah, it's me. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Elizabeth. Yes, let me in. You have to go away. You cannot see me like this. I can't, Judah. I can't go home. My daddy's dead. Did anyone see you? No one ever sees me, except her. Well, the Blessed Virgin looks with kindness upon us all. No, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about that she-devil in cahoots with the booger man. Elizabeth, we've talked about superstition. Judah, what happened? You're bleeding. Wait, don't, don't touch me. I just want you to hold me like you do. I'm so scared. Like this. The tender embrace of our Savior Jesus? Yes, Judah. I like it when you do that. It makes the pain go away. There, 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 child. The Lord loves you. I can feel his love through you, Judah. Just like you told me I would. Father Judah, are you in there? <gasps> Is someone in there with you? Of course not. There's an odd smell in your room, Father. Like dirt. Should I send someone to clean tomorrow? No, 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 no need. Thank you. I, uh... Well, if you decide there's something you want to get off your chest, I'll be up late tonight working on the new bishop's report. Well, <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Mother Immaculata. Thank you. Uh, good, good luck to you. Oof. Good night, Father Judah. And may God bless and watch over you tonight. Oh, you fooled her, Judah. <laughs> Nobody fools Immaculata. Now, you need to leave right now. I can't go home. 
Susie's there with the booger man. They tell me to do bad the things. The Lord walks with you. Just put your trust in him. I trust you, Judah. I need you. I need the Lord in the flesh. No, 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 no more. The coast is clear. Go now and be quiet. How can you do this to me, Judah? You will be grateful I did. Go home, Elizabeth. He thinks he can send me away, but he don't know what I have done. He don't know what I can do. Betty, Joe, Bob, child, why are you here at this time of night? My daddy's sick, Mother Maculata. I, I needed help from Judah. My dear, you should have come to me first. The doctor will come. My, my daddy, he, he don't want a doctor. He don't want a pet. I'll see what can be done without upsetting your father. But you must go home now. Yes, ma'am. Oh, Lord, please strike her dead, strike her dead before she finds out. Oh, Lord, help me. Who the hell? It's me, Robert. What are you doing out here in the woods? The booger man sent me. He did? How do you know? He told me through the talking board. Oh, get away from me. You got the devil in you. I see him. He's got a message for you, Betty Joe Bob. Father Judah! Father Judah! Wake up! What, 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 what is it, Mother Immaculata? What? The baptismal font in the church is on fire. Come quickly. It's made of stone. It's full of water. How can it be on fire? Father Judah, that's an excellent question. I wish I had an answer. What is it? Robert? What's going on? Nothing, James. Just go back to sleep. Fine. Robert? Where are you, honey? Who's crying? Susie? Susie. 